check on me. That's the that's the mic check song. We like the mic check song here because I'm checking. Mike's here. He's on the couch singing. He's in his in his beach sports pink pink shorts today for for gym after the podcast. Yep. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm all I'm all ready. I'm all beefed up and ready to rock. How you doing? Switch shirt. Super good. Pants. Got the beef diaper sweatshirt on. I see that you're preparing. Beef diaper sweatshirt. Got some beef diaper. I could work out in this, but I don't want to get any sweat on it. So that's right. You don't want to get sweat on your clothes. I get it. Not the sweater. Yeah. I like the sweater. I I rarely even wear it how I'm wearing it now, which is in a tank top sweater. Uh It's usually a t-shirt sweater because I even don't want, I don't want even to the pits. pits. Right. But I'm not very hot or sweaty today. Yeah. Right. right. So. Right. I'm okay doing that because I've been sweaty lately. Have you? My feet. Something's wrong, man. You th- right? You were talking about those tight Adidas socks and how they were making Those your are just to make it itchy because they're so tight okay. on the, the okay. top part. The yeah. elastic is out of control. Yeah. But no, I, I'll be, so I'll wake up. I'll sleep fully for the night. And then I wake up. I do a little potty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's slide you back do in. A, you do a little potty? Yeah, I do a little potty. Like in the morning, you wake yeah, up yeah. and do a little potty and then go back to bed. I slide back in. Just okay. see what I do. But whenever I slide back in... My feet are like, you're going to sweat now, and you have to get up because your feet are too sweaty. So sorry. But, I know you were comfortable for like nine hours. Yeah, but now, but now it's time to now sweat. Now that you're awake, we're going to make your feet sweat Okay. and get out of this bed. Okay. And I have like these nice linen sheets. They don't, they're not hot. They don't hold a lot of heat. Interesting. I got this mustache hair really creeping into my mouth right now. <laughs> I can't see it, but I, like, I believe you. Oh, no. It's on the bottom or the lower upper. Here's what you do. You put yeah. on a pair of of like thin, like regular socks when you go back to bed, and then your feet won't sweat. No, no, no. They will. They're just in the sock, and it's very hot now. See, because I've noticed that when I'm barefoot, sometimes even when my feet are cold, they'll sweat. I don't know what that's about. But when I put socks on, I don't feel like my feet are... I think it's an illusion. Hot or sweaty. <laughs> They're sweating the same, but maybe... It's also possible that I should have not, smoked. The wind's not hitting your feet. You that, don't feel it. Yeah. You don't feel it. That could have been a day that the I smoked, smoked meth. <laughs> yeah, it could be. That could be. Maybe I should stop doing all the hard drugs that yeah. I do. Um, here we are. It's episode 66, I think. I don't have my notes in front of me. Well, there's a number before 66. Surely it can't just be episode 66. It's got to be one, 160. It's something like that. But we're just doing it. It's the second episode of the new year. No, it's like two six. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have like, it's a tiny mystery hour. And it is, it is 166. 166. Because um, Mike and I just, we're going we're gonna to bang out something at random. And then we're going to go to the gym. going to bang it out. And then we're going to bang it out. It out. And we're just going to blow our asses right my, out. My uh, welcome back to the bench press arms. Not the arms. No, the, the titty blast area. Right. Yeah. The chest is very exhausted yeah. still to where like even with that Theragun, you see it's out. I've been using it. You've been using that it. That just feels like someone's punching me. It doesn't oh, feel like a good. tiny man is punching you <laughs> over and over burns. and over like and spider, over spider, again. Spider, 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 spider. Like I'm being bitten over and over. Yeah. Because it's just it's not like a. They're not hurt. They're just tired, right? And right. They're, really, they're sore. They're sore. You're using them. And uh, so I'm not looking forward to the overhead press, but I'm usually okay with that. You'll be all right. Yeah, that's not a super pec dominant exercise. Anyway, it's the incline dumbbell press that's, that's going to fuck, fuck you up. Yeah, it's going to suck because there's 12 <laughs> of those, aren't there? We have 12 of those. Well, also, anyway. this could have been my fault, too, because I last time I sort of... I saw you were, had a real narrow grip on the bench press, and I was like, oh, a little bit wider. That's going to make your chest work a little harder. So, you're, a little bit wider. It was like a finger. You're wider. welcome. It was like a finger wider. I feel like it was a little wider than a finger. I feel like you kept even getting wider as you kept doing I, the sets. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Yeah. Just in the last. Anyway, no one wants to hear this. No one wants to listen to this. No one wants to hear this? I don't know what we're talking about right now. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't want to. I'm bored. <laughs> Talking about my bench press. I'm All saying. right. Well, I guess let's just go back to talking about Coke Zero then. <laughs> Speaking of which, when I ordered that pizza last night, which is yeah. So, I I, <laughs> do you ever have a pizza that you ordered that arrived and it looked more like an inside-out calzone? So the guy also brought a code red. <laughs> he brought a two-liter code red along with my diet. Oh, is that a two-liter of code red? Is that? I just I didn't know what you wanted. I was like. Wait, okay. Did like you I did, listed 
<laughs> Did you not? <laughs> I ordered Diet Pepsi. Ordered Diet Pepsi, but he brought you. He brought me both. He took the code. I don't want the code red. <laughs> I'll take the normal Sugar Mountain Dew over a code red. What do you mean? What are, what is, what are we in? Seventh grade? And do code red? I didn't know they made that in two liters. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I. I don't go to that aisle very oh often. Oh my God. There's two liters of Mountain Dew Code Red? So much code what red. kind of. This is truly a post apocalyptic <laughs> wasteland that anyway, we live in. Anyway, my pizza. Uh, someone parked. There's like some football game or something at the, at the high school. So someone parked on the uh, driveway side, not the curb side of this road, my little dead end road. Yeah, right. And here when the, you do that, yeah. and there's another car. Yeah, on the you can't where the parking spots are. Yeah, you can't get out of my can't get out. Can't. So I was like, oh, I was gonna go, just get some food. Yeah, but so I had to order a pizza because I was stuck, and so he had to come and meet me halfway because he couldn't get in either. And that's that's not when my pizza tumble happened. The pizza tumble must have happened before he got here. When I opened the pizza, everyone, it was on one side of the box. Yeah, and it was very humorous. So I'm wondering if he was just. Because Domino's isn't far from here. Well, it was first of all, it was Pizza Hut. Whatever. Pizza Hut's not far. <laughs> They're both the same distance, just in one's on east, okay, one's on west. Okay, okay. Or north and south. Yeah. So I'm just know, saying, but let's not defame Domino's here. This was definitely a Pizza Hut pizza I don't know what his door. deal was. He must have peeled out of that Costco parking lot <laughs> where the Pizza Hut is. Yeah. And then drove two minutes and just... Because this is a straight shot. So which turns did this happen? Either out of the parking lot, <laughs> no, I bet he was on to 55th or on to Tibbetts. No, he it, never got on Tibbetts. I don't think it happened in the car. There's two turns. I think, I think on his way to meeting you, the dude was throwing it up like it was a loose pizza, like he was still tossing Why the dough. He, do he was trying to, he was doing tricks with it and like spinning it on his finger like yeah. a basketball. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, my money's on him doing tricks with How was he doing box. tricks with a code red and a Pepsi and the other each? Well, he was number one. Number one, he was, okay, so he was holding the, the two liter of Diet Pepsi in his left hand. Mm-hmm. He was doing tricks with the pizza box with his right hand, throwing okay. it up and spinning it on his finger. Duck walking because the code red's between his legs. Correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he was pinching the code red between his knees. Between, his knees. between your knees. Hold the Mountain Dew cold red between your knees. So I didn't want that. I didn't want any of it. I ate half the pizza. The <laughs> other half is in my... In my fridge, it'll be thrown away in a couple days. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's weird that you wait a couple days to throw it away instead of just throwing it they away. They won't deliver me a small. You know, they won't just simply won't do it. I'm not. I'm not saying you should order a smaller pizza or anything. I'm just saying that there's no point in it staying in your fridge for three days when you know you're just going to throw Never it away. Eat leftover pizza, cold or reheat or even reheated in the oven. I'm just not going to do it. No, I know, and it's weird. But if that's the man you are, mm-hmm. then it, I think that let's just embrace that, and then. When you get done with your disgusting diarrhea meal, you should just take the box and walk outside and put it in the I fucking trash. I need you to know that I ate all the fucked up pieces last night. What? They were so good, too. What? They were already like pre-folded, so they're easier to eat. What, did you eat them with a big spoon? No. Eventually, when you picked them up, they got, they got straight. They regained their their yeah, original their, shape, their com- not composure, but their construction. Yeah, their, yeah. They're sort of like the stretch. But it was good. It was good. Stretch um, Armstrong of high dinner. Yeah, I, I drank that whole two liter of diet Pepsi last night too, and that was a wow. It was a mistake. I was burping all night. Talk about bubble guts. Just burping. My Blue. God. Anyway, we're here. One sixty six. Tiny mystery episode. You had you said something. I don't know if you wanted to put it on the show, but a couple days ago you said I have a really interesting up dad update. Do would you want to share that in the show or is that private? Do I need to take this out? No, this is uh, let's find out what's up with that. Okay. It's a Alright, so let's see what's up with dad. Um, so I visited my dad mm-hmm. for the Christmas holiday. Yeah. Went down, saw him, brought him some some chicken wings, and um met Stacy. he met Stacy. That was nice, um, and we uh, sat and visited for a little bit. As a generally pleasant visit, one of my first visits in the last several years. Haven't really gone back and seen the old man, so it was good to see him. And then I uh, drove back up here and felt pretty good about it. Good. And then I got this unsolicited. That was very hard then when you just said I got then. this unsolicited text from my father and real and it's not it's not 
it's not mean spirited. It didn't make me angry. It just made me laugh. But I wanted to share it with you. Okay, I'm ready. Proverbs chapter three. Great. Oh no, wait, that was bef- that was the one. Yeah, you told me about that one. Proverbs chapter three. <laughs> Jim, you okay. told me about that. You said something cool, and he just threw a Bible verse at you, like. Like he's oh yeah, I said I was trying to, connect, <laughs> trying to trying to connect with him about how much I deadlifted, and, and he said wow, and then threw a Bible verse thanks, at me. Thanks, Dad. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dad. It really hit me on a human emotion with this fucking fiction book. What will keep you from going bald? Get them. It might be vitamins. I hear it takes three or four years to see the growth. Sorry, three to four months to right. see the growth. Right. And I said, well, at, first of all, I Thanks. hadn't, we, at no point had we ever talked about my male pattern, ball, developing so male pattern baldness. He's been holding on to it. Like, now that will text. keep you from going bald. Get yeah. them. It might be vitamins. I hear it takes three to four months to see the growth. And I said, well, you know, I've actually started using minoxidil, which is generic for Rogaine. And he said, yeah, do it now. Before it's too late. Is he out of hair? Is he bald? He's bald now. Okay. It's going fast. <laughs> One can see your white head already. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> that stuff will really make your hair grow back. It does not just claim to. And then referring to Rogaine, he said, that's been around a long time. There are a lot of bald guys that used it. <laughs> Research it thoroughly, Mike. There might be something better by now. It's the same drugs. And I said, okay, thanks. Have fancier fucking <laughs> said, subscription box names. I, I said, okay, thanks. <laughs> what vitamins are you talking about? Oh, it's your question. That's what I said. I oh, said, it's a valid question. Well, because you want to know. I'm just curious. You got to research them because you need to know the names. He though. said, I can't remember. <laughs> okay. But I do remember vitamin A in combination with other vitamins. <laughs> Take whatever they got nowadays to make your hair grow back. They've got stuff. It might be what you got or it might be vitamins, but it will take about three to four months to see the growth. So at no point you brought this, your head up. Never. Okay. And I said, yeah, that's my plan. And he said, good thinking. Get on it now. (laughs) Hair loss might be because of vitamin deficiency or booze. Or maybe, just maybe, he's bald, mm-hmm. and you might go bald. And I might go because bald. Because he's bald. Yeah, no, right. Fucking A. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, are you trying to do a video call with me? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what <laughs> and then he said, no. And I said, okay. I keep getting notifications. Short panic. I don't want to do and this. And he says, yes, I know. I keep hitting the wrong button. Of course, yeah. And I said, ah, okay. And he said, look on your computer. And find coast-to-coast programming. That doctor must have a remedy for early hair loss. It won't be cheap. The man who hosts that show is George Norrie. He has a doctor on every two weeks. That's my advice. Have you ever heard of Coast to Coast? It's a radio program. I believe it's an AM radio program. No. I looked it up. I did a little research. No. Let's I'm gonna I'm gonna read you a little bit of what I and found. And then I out have the exact response to, to this. Not a response to your dad, but what is happening right now. Because coast to coast, whatever it is, it's like when you you bring up an interest that you have and your parent says, hey, you should call yeah. this person yeah. because I saw them once on Good Morning America right. as if you have this universal lifeline to said person because the field that you're interested in is slightly the same. I should just call up on my... Those comedy shows get a writing gig, you know. I I like comedy. You should just call. I like comedy. Also, you know, I'm thinking about maybe playing for the Trailblazers. (laughs) Just go down and bounce the ball around. Here's the Wikipedia for Coast to Coast AM. It's an American late night radio talk show that deals with a variety of topics. Most frequently, the topics relate to either the paranormal or conspiracy theories. Great, great, great. Great. Close to the microphone. Great. We'll just scroll down to the criticism section here. Scholars have criticized Coast to Coast AM for promoting pseudo-historic and pseudo-scientific ideas. Mm -hmm. Uh, One historian characterized the show as a, quote, especially influential example of the trend in modern media to disseminate false history and fake science. 
So that's that. That's his advice, though. Well, there might be other stuff out there besides minoxidil, etc. Oh, I did. I, it's I, on this show. All the others. Drugs that you apparently, could use. Apparently, there's some kind of secret uh, vitamin complex that I'm not yeah. that I'm not taking. Uh, and you know, to be fair, taking vitamins uh, does help with your hair and your nails, mm-hmm. and it doesn't right. Um, but it's not like I mean, uh, multivitamin kind of is pretty much like a multivitamin, right? Like got bits of everything. In like there. pretty much got everything going on. You get a good multivitamin. It's got A, B, C, D's. Anyway, so I'm gonna get on my computer. And do some more research. Yeah, cool. And um, I let him know that I was also going to probably get on finasteride, as a, which is Propecia, yeah. as a, also as a, yeah. uh, in combination with minoxidil. No response about that. He was very, very adamant that I check out George Norrie and the so vitamins. It won't be cheap. It won't be cheap. That was another it thing. It won't be cheap. So anyway, that's You know what, why it won't be cheap? Yeah. Because it's a fucking snake oil salesman <laughs> he's trying to get you on with. It won't be cheap because it's just... The, rub this lotion on your head. Turns out it's just fucking bug killer. It's just raid. <laughs> just raid. Oh my so anyway, God. that's what's up with that. What's up with that is I'm going bald and I need to act before it's too late. See, I'm uh, as I approach. This is my 40th year this mm-hmm. year here in 2023. We'll be 40 in September. Two years ago when I first had four hymns. Yeah. And it was doing everything but the prescription that you have to have in Oregon. Most states let you just get it from them, but in Oregon, one of them is prescription. Finasteride. Yeah. So I was only doing the monoxidil. The monoxidil, yeah. Just shampoo, drops, and a, and a vitamin. Yeah. A gummy. No no pills. Um, and yeah, it made my hair feel thicker. Uh-huh. Definitely texture changed completely. That's cool. Um, it felt more brittle, though. It felt more like my beard oh. than the top of my head. Mm. Um, and it was fine. But then I stopped using it because I realized aging is okay. Aging's okay. Aging's okay. Aging's fine. And like, it was right around the time you and I decided to start working out more. Mm -hmm. Because I thought, hey, no, this is something I can actually control. Yeah. I'm not going against aging by reconstructing my body to what it is here. Right. Which is stronger. Stronger. (laughs) And I realized, hey, I don't really care if I have a bald spot or receding or when my water gets on my head it's all yeah do it now before it's too late (laughs) it's going fast one (laughs) one can see your white head already (laughs) wait till you see me fucking jellyfish when i get wet you can see through everything (laughs) i saw your friend Bo at the pool he got out of the pool and looked bald as shit when his hair dried, oh, he did have a head of hair. He was like 80% scalp. <laughs> Act now before Act it now. is too late. I saw his white head. One can already see his white head at the pool. He got out of there and I said, hey, someone put some trunks on that. Wait, that's his head, <laughs> that's not his, his head. white butt. <laughs> yeah, so I've, I, I, I kind of embraced it, you know? Yeah. Because like, I know. And also, I, my body doesn't ache as much as it did two years ago because of the working out. I'm more stronger mm-hmm. in certain areas because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's in my control, you know? Yeah. Whereas the hair thing, it's, it was just, it made my hair feel weird. Mm. It, it was like an extra 50 bucks a month or some uh, shit. Oh, yeah. No, you don't want that. No. No, you don't so want that. now it's just, you know, it's here. This is what it is. That's what it is. I put some paste in it. I have fun. I like it. Uh, people tend to like my mullet, so like... Whatever. Who cares? Act now. I can see your bald head, your white scalp. One can already see your white head. So that's what's up with that. That was what's up with that is that I'm going bald. Wow. I love that it was unprompted. Mm -hmm. Totally unsolicited. We're not parents, you and I. So like, Mm -mm. I'm just trying to think of like, I don't know what that need is to just let an offspring know something. Yeah. Unprompted. Whatever. Like something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. I know that you clearly haven't noticed it yet. Yeah. I need to let I'm you... I'm your parent, so I noticed it, because I'm your parent. It's my responsibility to let you know that you should, you can change it. <laughs> it's me hitting my face, because you use the word, my responsibility. Yeah. And I just hate that so much, because it sucks. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm your kid, but I'm not your responsibility anymore. Once 18 happened, no, legally, no, no, I'm no, out no. of there. You're not right. No, I, yeah. get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I agree yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, but they're not, as, they're, parents do They're that. not responsible for clothing or feeding you anymore but they're respons- still responsible no matter how old you are to make for making you feel bad for guilt for guilt yeah 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 anxiety, that never stress. goes away that never yeah, goes away yeah. it can it's 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 harder to do yeah 
because you gotta you gotta even when you move eighteen thousand, whoa, eighteen hundred miles away, that'll be fifty thousand be far for yeah. my parents. They still have a a way to get you. You know what it is? They're punishing us because they don't have any grand. We haven't given them grandkids. That's what it is. Because the grandkid is the ultimate, like sweet reward realization of being a parent in the first place because being a grandparent means you get to enjoy all of the uh you get to interact with a child in the way that you wish that you had been able to interact with your own Mm -hmm. while still being able to retain that sense of superiority over your actual child and making them feel bad long into their you know and you can even like instill your parenting stuff onto your grandchild that might fly in the face of the actual parenting of the parent. Absolutely undermine just it. Just contradictory. Totally undermine it. But then when it's brought up, yeah. they say, that's how we raised you. And look how you turned out. Yeah. And that's like, and then you're like, thing. exactly. Look at, look, I'm, I'm awful. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, honey, don't talk that way. <laughs> and then you're like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> you're, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Here's a, here's a, here's a text message. For One can see your white head already. <laughs> You're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're but, perfect. You're great. But. To be fair, he did say he really. He, he, I looked like a different guy because I was so thick and beefy. He was like, "Whatever you're doing, it's working. Like, great, right. good job. Yeah. Wait, wait, way to go. You know." But also, one can see your white head already. One can see your white head. <laughs> As one of the most beautiful people is on your arm, he's saying, "Well, you know, your white head's showing." Yeah. Well, he didn't say it at the time. Oh. He waited for Stacy to. He didn't say it at the time. It was just the unsolicited text right, message. Right, right. He waited for Stacy not to be part of the equation. It was just the unsolicited <laughs> text message. <laughs> I just love the idea of. So to be bald yeah. is to be ugly to your dad, right? This is what I've gathered from this. Yeah. To be bald is to be ugly. Yeah. To have hair is to be beautiful. You're yeah. losing your hair. Yeah, you don't want to lose your hair. Regardless. Yeah. Of this wonderful, bubbly, beautiful person yeah. you came home with. Yeah. His action is still, but you're still fucking ugly if that ball's Well, three happens. days later, now that will keep you from going bald. Get them, it might be vitamins, was the, was the text. <laughs> now that will keep you from going bald. Get them, it might be vitamins. It's going fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, All right, that's okay. what's up with All that. Right. We okay. love our parents in, in, uh, we in, do. in ways that are not spoken on the podcast. As much, but I have a I have a question for you. Okay. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Mike, who's your favorite wrestler? What an easy one this week. You know who it is. It's your fucking favorite wrestler too. It's everybody's fucking. Favorite I didn't write wrestler. it down, but I I realized what I should have written. Fucking no. Jeff Jarrett. It is. I didn't have anything on here, but it is JJ. Yeah, that's our duel dual uh best wrestler today. Who would have thought? That uh, the man. How do you spell his name again? J E double F J A double R E double T double J Jeff Jarrett. So double J and the acclaimed and 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 double J I guess Jeff and Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal, yeah. Put on a, a hell of a duo, a double, a double back to back tag match thing. So good. I thought the one on uh, Dynamite was excellent, and then but then we watched Battle of the Belts live here in Portland, and uh, it was fucking unhinged. It was unhinged, but it was the in-ring storytelling was done so well. Yeah, I know sometimes live, fantastic, without the commentary and subtle things happen, yeah. you might not notice it. But I felt like everything played out. I'm like, oh, oh, Caster's doing Kurt Angle stuff because yeah. he's making fun of Jeff Jarrett and his mm-hmm. his wife being mm-hmm. Kurt's former mm-hmm. wife, and that was a real thing they brought into Impact storytelling. <laughs> real story. It's almost like a like a Lita Edge Matt yeah, Hardy situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, close to the bone for me. Yeah, yeah. It was real, real stuff. And uh, did the ankle lock? Did all that? We had fucking two ref bumps in that match. We had uh, Satin Singh getting all seven foot three of his ass guitared. Yeah, and um, acting like a mosquito landed on his forehead. We got Sanjay Dutt trying to be a ref because he's a ref, and I think he was a ref <laughs> in Impact for a bit. I think he, ha- I think he's trained to be a ref, so that was his like, I can do this because I've been trained. That's great. And then Aubrey broke his pencil. You thought the du- reverse, the reverse thing on Dynamite, the the yeah, the the whatever you want to call that. I call it the dusty finish. I know Mike has a different version or different meaning behind that. Ivers, anything where someone heal or face. Right. Someone thinks they won, but they didn't. They didn't. I win. call it a dusty yeah. finish. Okay. Probably not, but that's what I call it. Who cares? Then they did Jay Elbow dropped um what's his name? Stefan? I think his name's Stefan Smith, the, the the ref. 
elbow dropped him while he was on his hands oh, and it was knees. Very good. To the back of the neck. It was really good. Fucking refs get out there. Aubrey breaks uh, uh, Sanjay's pencil, and then Posey comes out, and he gets fucking choke slammed to to hell. <laughs> He's so high up. Who's your favorite referee, Mike Posey? <laughs> I don't. After hearing the Dax, the Dax. Oh, so it's 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 FTR Family Tequila Wrestling. Oh, great! That's what it stands for. After hearing the second episode of that podcast. Uh, where he talks about Mike Posey taking the ref bump with the chain or with the, uh, yeah, with the chain on the dog collar match and how that made him like, it's like, I just, I sent he and his family so much money for Christmas gifts because uh. he just, that made that match and it did. Um, now I, but after this tag match, I'm hoping we don't see as many ref bumps as much anymore. Cause, yeah. Cause it's getting to where, uh Oh, too many now, maybe. Yeah. Um, almost like when on, uh, I think it was double or nothing three matches ended with people trying to sneak in a weapon. Right. Lucha Hammer, Bat Jericho, and something else. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I hope they don't overuse the spot. Because now you've beaten up everyone except for Aubrey and... Um, Rick Knox. Rick Knox. Well, because Rick Knox is over in the corner setting, helping. setting up barbed wire and tables and getting, getting sexually excited. <laughs> Here's the thing with him. He loves his job, <laughs> but there's, there is a clear line between holding the ladder still when a performer's on it compared to moving the tables <laughs> for them to get it. It's very clear. Cause he the is holding is, is like the wrestler needs to stay safe is what holding the yeah, ladder is. Yeah. But then I'm going to move these chairs over hey, here. Hey, hey, <laughs> it's, it's you like, the, do this. You miss these. I'll count three. If you do it, maybe you use these over here again, a table breaks in the ring. The ref clears it out of the ring. Fine. It's great. Yeah, you get it out of the, the way. Clear. You got to keep, keep the ring clear. clear. Keep the performance clear. It's just the help. <laughs> Unless it's an inverted help, when like it's very when funny. they force you to like Evil Uno will force you to catch a kick. <laughs> the ref's like, "What the hell, man? Yeah, this yeah, foot? yeah, 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 yeah. It's fun stuff. Um, but we got distracted here. Favorite wrestler is Jeff Jarrett. How is this man able to excite me in the year twenty twenty two slash three? Because he's a good wrestler. He that was match of the night by far, by far, no question. He is like. One of the most impressive workers uh-huh. and heels. Mm-hmm. People hate him. I, I, I turned to you. I was like, we've been sitting here for like two, over two hours. And I felt like that was the first moment that the crowd really got lost in the show. Yeah. And someone actually got real old school pro wrestling heat. Right. It wasn't just the Jay Brones behind us yelling at Darius Martin. Get right. in the ring. Get in the ring. And my right. head's like. Just fucking watch the match. Yeah. He trusts his brother to kick out and to yeah. break free. Yeah. Fuck you. That's <laughs> what I was thinking the whole yeah. time. Yeah, no, no. People were, you know, everybody's smart. Everybody's smart yeah. in, in the audience, except during that match, they just wanted to see Jeff Jarrett get his fucking ass kicked. Yeah. And it was per- and it was exactly what, I mean, that's why it was the best match of the night, because everybody was was on the edge of their seat, and they were they cared about what was going to happen. Yeah. I wasn't sold on this four-piece four but I am now. Oh, yeah. I think just the way Jay Lethal and uh, Sanjay Dutt carry themselves vocally, even on the mic, their promos, they match so well with yeah. Jeff. And yeah. just they're all just really angry, <laughs> angry, angry mm-hmm. little men. <laughs> and their giant friend behind them. What do we think of Big Bill? Because he was almost my favorite wrestler. He was big. He's very big. Bill was big. Because you, you don't see Bill a lot on TV. He'll yeah. show up in the background, but he's usually on dark and stuff. Yeah. So you don't see him often. When you do, he just keeps getting bigger. Yeah. He's getting up there with Big Rick. We might have to introduce a new segment. How big was Bill? How big was Bill? Okay. Mike. Yeah. At Rampage and Battle of the Belts in Portland on on Friday. Uh, How big was Bill? Bill was like, he could, when he would sweat, it would basically fill up Lake Michigan. Yeah. He was that big. I would say he was too... Two Stokey, Stokey, Stokey Hathaways. Like, if you stack two yeah. Hathaways, yeah. Stokely on two Stokely. Ha- to, two Stokely Hathaways. He's double big. Stokely. Double Stokely. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the kind of my favorite sunglasses. The double Stokely's. They're the Oakley's that go over the back and the top. <laughs> Remember those? Yeah. Is that what they're called? Stokely? No, they are now. I don't think they have one that's a full helmet. He should definitely wear them. Oh, God. 
which wrestler wore was it Christian and Ed? Christian wore the over. Oh yeah, Ed <laughs> the over the, yeah. How does even work? So he just pinched the back of your I head. I don't know. He's like, Shitty. bro, I'm I'm uh. What what is it what is it called? It's not steampunk. It's like future future punk, like 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 uh, blade like Blade Runner punk. Yeah. Anyway, Jeff Jarrett, uh, favorite wrestler here in fucking episode one sixty six in January two thousand twenty three. Jeff Jarrett is both Mike and I's favorite wrestler, and we did not talk about it beforehand. <laughs> no, we just looked at each just other, watched the match. the match. Yeah, and we were like, <laughs> "Yep." Can we talk about? Our seats, great seats. But let's talk about the Memorial Coliseum putting chairs a bit too close together. <laughs> trying to sell about two yeah. extra tickets a row, yeah, I think, is what they're trying to yeah. do. I mean, they were whew, crammed Because those there, are baby. chairs. Those aren't built that way. Uh-uh. We, we could have just undid the chairs and widened it out a bit. Maybe? I don't know. Were they connected? No, they, they were, were actually connected. They were, they were yeah, actually. They were connected. They got to they build better, I think. They got to. They got to redo those seats because it's not 1986 or whenever the base Blazers played. <laughs> They're not meant those that those chairs were not meant for grown men to sit next to each other. I recall when we sat in at NXT two years ago in 2020. Mm-hmm. I had my full ass raincoat on mm-hmm. and I was comfortable. Yeah. What have we done the last two years? I, I think we've gotten wider, <laughs> we've significantly, got significantly wider, wider from what I could tell. It's embarrassing. Like you said, me trying to get into my, my fanny pack was like a praying mantis going after an M&M. <laughs> we were at one point kind of sitting like we were about to get our photo taken where we were kind of angled on our each of our left butt cheeks so that our shoulders could fit yeah, together. We were trying to find different ways different that we could fit in the... <laughs> You know, but anyway, so I think I got, I think I got the solution. Next time they come back, I'll jump on and go for tickets right away and try and get us seats right below the hard cam because those are actually built in. Those yeah. are built in. So there's a certain amount of space with armrests that you're going to, you know, you're not facing the Titan Tron, but you're facing all of the wrestlers flexing at you mm-hmm. and doing stuff yeah, on the hard cam. Yeah. And I feel like it would even be a better seat because you're up a little bit higher. You might be a touch farther away, but but maybe like 10 The only 10 problem, away. though, those seats in front of the hard cam is if your dad watches and you're not wearing a hat or a beanie, your white head is going to blind him because the, the, the overheads are going to hit that dome and he's going to get incensed. Watched AEW Dynamite last night. One could see your white head on TV. I was like, where's my son? Heard he was there. Saw you. Wait. Noticed your white head. Saw your head. Peeking, peeking through the pathetic. Bottom left of the camera <laughs> of the screen. <laughs> I saw a white blemish. Shining brightly like the sun. There are vitamins for that. Anyway. Uh, I don't know what they're called. <laughs> There's some fucking alt-right shit. I got to go watch that show now. Um, yeah. Uh, favorite wrestler, Jeff Jarrett. Rampage, Battle of the Belts here in Portland. Wonderful debut. I love the new set live. It looks huge. It's badass. Um, I think they did a really good job because I tell you what, WWE's set is always ruined yeah. by the augmented reality on yeah. TV. Yeah. Yeah. But that screen behind them is fucking awesome. Yeah. Because it's the whole goddamn it's thing. Yeah. It really looked cool. So I'm glad that uh, AEW's... Uh, Got their new dude that from WWE yeah. that's helping with this stuff. Yeah. So, oh yeah, huge news! Really? Ride on your horse down to Huge News Avenue. We got pitches for your horse on the curb. Take it, Mike. And then we're gonna see how much news you can fit in your cornhole. Got news. Ten gallon hat with some huge news today. Ten gallon hat with your huge news. Fill your ten gallon hat with your huge news today. I said, Mike, I need the song to be about 30 seconds long. And then what you given me, you gave me this time to do what I want with it. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, baby. Oh, I got a ten gallon hat for your huge news. Ten 
Vince McMahon <laughs> is head of the board of directors hey. at WWE. Look at that. Look at that. Muscled himself oh. in there. Wow. And uh, apparently no one's really happy about it except for Vince McMahon and yeah. the two people he appointed when he fired three other people off the board. Sure. Because he has that say. Well, you know, he, you know, he's <laughs> not, uh, not. Uh, Vince is a uh, megalomaniac. He's, he's a guy. <laughs> he's a god. I think is what he thinks. So now the end is near and so I face the final curtain. Can I? I know you want to keep singing. <laughs> He's not dead yet. <laughs> life that's full. This is why he chooses this song. This is, this is how he lives his life. Because this motherfucker. It's a moron. He stepped back. Yeah. Said, I'm retired. Yeah. Well, he was going to get in trouble, dude. And then he uh, rumors came out in the New York, New York Times piece, Wall Street Journal piece a few weeks ago. Yeah. That was like. Uh, internally, he said he stepped down. He ne- he said that he never should have stepped down. That he got bad advice from people. Yeah, and that all of this stuff would blow over. It has. He was right. He it sucks. Yeah, he was right. Now forgotten because like the big deal now. Uh, it's a bigger deal that he's finagled his way back in more so than why he was out in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that's insane. <laughs> so he's gonna sell the company to the Saudi the Saudi uh, king. Saudi prince is gonna buy it. <laughs> It's going to go private, and they're all going to work for the Saudis. Uh, I li- I, that's one of the things that could happen, yeah. So Or Comcast could buy it. <laughs> oh, Comcast. I sure. mean, it's a horrible company. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But between <laughs> beheading Com- journalists yeah. or, or, or giving a high monthly internet bill. And bad customer <laughs> service. I don't know, you know. I don't slapping know. the hands of net neutrality. I don't know, but honestly, you could you could sort of say that you could almost draw like I mean, it takes you'd have to kind of weave around a little bit, but you could kind of draw a line from Comcast to beheading journalists. You know, yeah, you, you could, could you could get there. Follow it there for sure. Vince McMahon is the one that's right in the middle of both. No, you really could. You really could. Anyway, they make movies for who knows how long. Right on Western society. <sighs> Everything is perfect. We should change nothing. Change nothing. And we won't. And admit nothing. Because this is 166, four years into the show. Yeah. And it's still everyone's favorite segment. Wow. Yes, I have one for you. <gasps> I have one for you. Great. I'm going to send you mine. I stole it from Stacy. Did you steal it from Stacy, or did Stacy provide it to you? Stacy provided it. That's fine. Just you just need to come the, correct out of the kindness of their heart. Yeah, you just need to come correct. Is all I'm saying. He's got to come. You know what I did today? While 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 uh, I ran some errands right this morning. Uh, okay. And then I edited some more of Iron Man three. Marvel's no idea. kidding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once the whole front half of the show the is done, I guess edit the back half to later today. Probably. Hey. It's on, there. it's on the computer. We're getting there. Sometime. I texted the TikTok. Mike has texted the TikTok. This is from Broken underscore Juggler on TikTok episode two. I don't understand the episode things. Mm. It's one part of TikTok I don't because I see episode one. Blah blah blah. Like they're gonna be a series of these funny joke videos, mm-hmm. but I never see the episode two mm. until now. So I think people are just putting episode one for the algorithm, and then Mm. they never intend on doing any more episodes. I see. (laughs) Episode two, testing a GoPro with Nicolas Cage and a racket trick. Oh, shit. Really don't need the music for this video, so we're going to mute it. But he's going up this... He's basically doing devil sticks to a tennis racket while climbing a ladder slowly. He's spinning it around. It's a shiny pillow. He changes the texture of the shinies and it fakes the picture of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and he throws it behind his back. Slow mo. Fucking. I would say nothing but net. No, but he sinks it. He hits the rim. But he, he sinks rim, it. But he sinks it. And then he goes back down to finish down the devil sticks. This is so. See, this is what TikTok is good. Yeah. Because. Now I'm like, what is episode one? Right. What was is episode it, one? Is this a series of devil stick videos? Yeah. Is this a series of things to do with his Nicolas Cage pillow? <laughs> is this a basketball series? Different so ways many to questions. use a ladder. Different ways to use a ladder. Yeah. Uh, so many different questions, but I'll never research it. But this this gentleman, oh, but his hair is receding. He should really. Oh, one can vitamins. see his white head already. It's going <laughs> fast. 
Um, that was beautiful. Yeah. And yeah, it was shithouse. Great. I thought so. Yeah, it felt it felt pretty shithouse to me. It's probably because the Eminem music that I turned down. Yeah. Because it, it, go watch this. You'll see it on our Twitter at Topi Suicida Pod. But it is particularly funny that he chose that song for that for that video. Yeah. I also think that with the with the the beat of the song and the tempo works well with the slow mo he's got going yeah, on. Because yeah. each hit was like bah, 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 as he devil sticked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit house. All right. So mine is also a TikTok. All right. Let me have it. All right. So. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, I, was, sneak, I was laughing at this one. For little a while. sneak peek there. I might have showed this to you and like just send it to you but who knows you i don't know what you check okay this is from uh thorn tire thank you thorn tire should have added dj khaled air horns to the breakdown after looks like we have uh what's gonna be uh, some metallica here and it's a bunch of people on the beach is the thumbnail and they're kind of out with their uh parasails having a good time so let's see we're gonna watch it now Okay. Oh, and here's big shit house. Uh, Roman Reigns just D- DJ Khaled just dancing across the sand, kicking up. I feel like I need to watch it again here. Yeah, yeah. DJ Khaled. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what hardcore math rock that is. That what, band. What is creating the sand plume? We don't know. But in the perfect world. It's DJ Khaled, mm-hmm. a giant celestial DJ Khaled. So DJ Khaled has this really uh, goof troop dance he does, does on he? camera. It's really goofy. He thinks he looks great. Yeah. But people just have taken it and put it in places. And that's where they put it. That person, that that artist took it and put it there and added some other band's music. Did great. That's why TikTok. Super shit house. I think both of our videos show that TikTok is a valuable resource for comedy. Yeah. Um. And also, the government hates it. <laughs> They're trying to shut it down. <laughs> well, because they're scared, you know, the Chinese government's going to gonna get our data. Oh, yeah, sure. Of course. You know. Yeah. Even though Twitter. You hear Facebook, about uh, Ch- and... Chinese TikTok? They've got all these limitations, on, like the version that they kick out to the Chinese population. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell all their social it's media. Like is, yeah. Kids are not allowed to use it, or they're yeah. allowed to use it like an hour a day, and it's yeah. all of it. And the... Uh, the TikTok that they kick out to us is just like crystal meth. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> how it's designed, the algorithm too is really smart, right? And then also, but they will feed you like every fifth or sixth video something you probably don't want to see mm-hmm. in hopes that you might. Mm-hmm. And then you follow it down that rabbit hole. And now that's in your algorithm. So they'll purposely give, or, or they'll purposely give you something you don't want to see so that you swipe and go, well, this sucks. What's the next one? What's the next one? Yeah. What's the next one? Perfect. Yeah, it's it is very smart. <laughs> That's it. Um, we will pick back up next week with whether Bo has become um, an automaton of the Chinese government based on his TikTok use. But until then, we have some wrestling to watch. But we don't know what it is. It's going to be yet. Do you have wrestling? It to could watch. be anything. It could be. Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam. It could be Joel Gertner versus Cyrus again. God damn. It could be anything. So, That's what's so exciting about the mystery. So for this mystery box, what or is this tiny mystery epic? Because we don't know what we're going to watch here. What limitations do we want to put on um, these dice rolls? Joel so, Gertner can't be in the match. I mean, oh, right. do we even want to take away ECW and be like, this is just a WCW or WWE thing? I don't know. What do you want to do? I feel like we can't mess with the format. I don't remember what it was. That's why I'm asking. We roll a D6. If to figure out. If it's a one or a two, it's the WWF. Three or four is WCW. Five or six is ECW. It's always five and six. But we all, But don't forget, we have a veto. We do. We can use a veto at any time. At any time. One veto per episode. It's not per year. Don't think we made that don't rule up. Don't think we made that rule up. It's a lie. Time to roll. Mike has a clear D6. He's rolling on the table. It's fucking, a fun. fucking fuck fucking fuck, but we're vetoing it. It looks like with that veto, that means one, two, or three is WWE. Four, five, and six is WCW. Okay, six <laughs> WCW. Okay, so <laughs> the Tiny Mystery Hour needs us to watch ECW, dude. No, but, but it's gone crazy. now. So okay. it's WCW. WCW. Luther's gonna help us in the next roll. So there are twelve months in a year. Yes. So grab a 
It's a D12 right here. Why don't we just say uh, 12 years as well? We'll go. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot the years. We'll we go 88 to 2000. 12. <laughs> We've already used the veto. We've already used the veto. <laughs> All right. We've already used the veto. All right. So the All right there's there's, uh, there's got to be 12 in WCW. There's not a pay-per-view a month, right? No. You know what? Actually, it was eight, uh, 88 to 99 because you count 88. Shit, so we we'll fucked say, up. We'll say we fucked up. We fucked, so we still got to roll again or we choose 99? I think, I think we, we roll to, again, right? Do we roll again? I think so. Maybe because we fucked up. That's fair, I think. Yeah, we should probably make sure that we don't fuck up. So that was, uh, so we're, yeah, uh, WCW. <laughs> six. Fuck, you just rolled a D6 <laughs> and got a 6 and then rolled the 12 and got the 6 again. Okay, this is going to be interesting. Uh, 1993. So I think we're looking at either 4 or 6 WCW pay-per-views. We've got Battle Bowl, Beach Blast, uh-huh. Fall Brawl 93 War Games, Halloween Havoc, Slamboree 93, right. a Legends Reunion. That's going to suck. Okay, yep. Starcade 93, 10th anniversary, or Su- uh, Super Brawl 3. There's also a WCW New Japan Super Show 3, which okay. might be on New Japan if it's not on the Peacock. So that's, an, that's One, two, eight. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. eight. And there's also a template, 1993 WCW pay-per-view events, but no. So eight, which is good. We, it's a nice, nice even number. Four. One, two, three, four. Halloween Havoc 93. Halloween Havoc 93. I think we're looking at uh, Cactus Jack versus Vader in that Falls Count Anywhere match. Mm-hmm. So we have um, eight matches. Eight matches. Perfect. Here we go. Two. Okay. We are watching a singles match. Okay. Bobby Eaton. No. Oh. He's wonderful. <laughs> Paul Orndorff with the assassin. Okay. Versus Ricky Steamboat. Oh, okay. We hope. Oh, wait. And this is false count anywhere. False count anywhere. Orndorff's. Oh, wait. No, just a singles match. Never mind. I'm sorry. Okay. 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 False count was the Vader. Was the Vader Cactus Jack. All right. Which you can do a lot worse than Paul Orndorff. Sick. I wish we got Vader versus Cactus Jack. But we've already watched that on the show. I know. It'd be great (laughs) to watch it again. We vetoed. All right. We can't. All right. We'll see you after the break. Could not make it back into the ring, and Bo suffers the curse of the person who isn't the die, the roller yes. of the dice. Because Bo knows the. I don't. I didn't know that the assassin was going to, uh, you know, gimmick his mask. Yep. Puts and, the ball bearing or whatever in between his eyes, which seems worse for him. It seems bad. Yeah. Because now he's got a mask pushing it in yeah, when he pushing hits. Pushing it in when he hits. But anyway, right to the occipital protuberance there of Ricky Steamboat. Ref Patrick though did his job. He counted to ten. You know, he, he did what he could. <laughs> counted ten. Let's. What, yeah. I paused it. What do we got and, here on uh, screen? Well, we got uh, Jesse the Body Ventura in his sort of uh, double religious cult leader era. His double Stokely's. <laughs> He's got a oh, he's got kind of a sexy doctor thing happening. He's got a he's like Doctor Jesse Ventura. He's yeah. got the stethoscope. He's gonna check on. your body out. He's a body doctor. He's a body doctor. And then uh, Tony, who I didn't know was Tony the whole time, is dressed as Jesse. As Jesse, he's got the feather boa. Yeah. So W W F Jesse, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, dressed as as W W F Jesse, and also um, what basically would look like ho- Hollywood Hogan in about three years. Yeah, and also the, the worst ball cap, bald cap you've ever seen. It's about a size too big for Tony's head. <laughs> he looks like, like from the eyebrows up, he really looks like George the Animal Steel. Or like Abdullah the Butcher, you know, yeah, how, how gigged yeah, the his wrinkly head is. Heads. It's just all yeah, the ring, it's all it's all wrinkles. Um, It's all fucking scar tissue is what it is. It's not wrinkles at all. It's all scar tissue. Like Scott Steiner's head, have you seen that? It's gross. No, no. It's fucking gross. You want to know why Scott Steiner wears a bandana all the time still? Uh, Not because he's super cool. Uh, but because, same with Hogan. All these 80s guys' uh, heads are so... <laughs> I'm just going to have this razor on me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, I'm bleeding. <laughs> um, anyway, um, that match was, uh, as I expected, very uh, 
fi- competent, mediocre, just yeah. boring. Yeah, but every nothing was wrong with the match. Yeah, it was fine. There were a couple spots where the crowd kind of started to get into it when um, on the outside at the end there. Yeah, Steamboat kind of started making his final comeback there. Um, when we know when I noticed zebra pants, turtleneck, green hat is when the crowd was at a fever pitch. Yeah, that was their zenith. <laughs> so, if you want to sync up, when you watch the 18 minutes of this match, wait for that zenith. The zenith. When you see the guy in the turtleneck, you know you're there. You know that you're there. <laughs> you arrived. <laughs> and then, unfortunately, the match ended in a count out after 18 minutes of unnecessary wrestling. You never want to tell that story at your pay-per-view, right? Your pay-per-view, you want a, you want a finality of some kind of match, usually. Yeah. But we don't know the story I mean, after it's a, this. It's the second match on the card. So, yes. And also, the other thing is is that this is just... This is the year before Hogan jumps. So, this this is WCW... Treading water. Y- yes. The, it, the, it is that in-between period of... They are transitioning out of the NWA into Ted Turner's WCW, but they have Eric and Hogan have not become Bud Buds yet. Right. It's what we do. Eric is there though. Cause we saw him in the, in the pre-interview of a different guy before this match. Yeah. His Halloween costume was uh, a civil war. Outfit. A civil war reenactor. Just the wrong side. Just to, yeah. For some reason they decided that, well, I mean, I get, you know, I mean, is it because it's WCW? They're in Louisiana. It's what is it? What is, you know? If you if you would have shown up in a blue coat, he would, they would have run him out of town on a rail. That's right. They would have never given him the job to run the yeah. goddamn company. So here's what you do: you just pick a different costume. Yeah, you just, you just pick a different. You be a you be you be a snowman or something. Because Eric, all, for all everything we know, he's not a dumb man. No, you think right not, now he's just a yes, a yes sir, a yes man. So Where? he just did it at WCW right now. Oh. Like, was this his decision? This or? was, no. Right now, he is third string announcer. Well, actually, second string now because Jim Ross has left WCW mm-hmm. and gone to the WWF. Or, I mean, this could be the period where Bischoff is starting to take control because. Just not when, enough control. As I, as I, no, as I recall, <laughs> what happened was there was, a, like, leadership role opening up and JR applied for it and Bischoff applied for it as well. Vice president of whatever. Mm -hmm. And they gave it to Bischoff. Right. And JR was devastated. What the hell? And so he was was like, okay, well, I guess y'all made barbecue sauce or something. I'm out of here. And then the WWF kind of, they had to really convince Vince, really convince Vince to take JR. But, uh, yeah, Bischoff is at this moment transitioning to being the guy who's making all the creative decisions over there. But not yet because he made a yeah, it was it looks like he was pigeonholed into a bad decision. It does look that way, <laughs> but it's possible that he's still pulling the strings. He just didn't know. And that it know. was just 1993 and he was just yeah, being a dum-dum. It's 93. It's just not honestly, it's just 93. <laughs> It's 93. I mean, it sucks, for, but all, it's for all we know, the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys could have been on this pay-per-view. Fucking Murdoch coming out. Coming out with Confederate flag. Confederate flag. <laughs> Sorry, Justers. Trevor. Hey, tre- hey, late-stage Trevor Murdoch. Love you. Early-stage Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> Not a big fan. That was in WWF, too. Yeah. That was in almost the Attitude Era. That was in, like, 99, I think, him and his buddy. Murdoch? Yeah, Kate, Murdoch. Caden Murdoch? No, dude. That was, like, 2004. <laughs> Murdoch, what, let's let's be clear, clear the air. The clips that I've seen, Murdoch is not the one wearing the Confederate flag. His tag partner is, but still, really, it's present. Okay, well, so we'll give Trevor the benefit Cade, of the doubt. Caden Murdoch, <laughs> go back and check out some ruthless aggression uh, tag team action. If shit, you, I missed all that. If you want, <laughs> shit. If you feel like it. Um. Okay. So match is fine. We we've heard weight of the match. Do you have any ratings for this match? Um, yeah, I had one out of two, uh, regular Paul sized arms. That's interesting. Cause I had one out of two assassins because <laughs> who knows where the other assassin went assassin number two, who knows what happened to Paul Orndorff's right arm. It just keeps getting from is here. Is there like a, does he have like a muscle dystrophy kind of smaller disease smaller or is it smaller? Just... I have no idea. Huh? Yeah, cause his know. shoulder, when you, when, when the minute you said it, I could see it was a back shot of 
of Paul. But yeah, his right shoulder seems smaller. I was like, oh, shit. Interesting. I don't know what was going on with his right side, but it was not good. Not as veiny. The left side was No, the left side still looked like, you know, Mr. Wonderful. The right side is starting to... Well, let's talk more about the veins because it, it all ties into something. Okay, so before we revisit Paul's arm and his trunks, mm-hmm. this is WCW. Mm-hmm. 93? 93. 93. Where is Macho right now? Randy's in the WWF, okay. mostly doing commentary, commentary on Monday Night Raw right, right now. Okay, so next to, next he might be in now. a he might be in a feather boa himself, maybe. maybe no. Yeah, no. I mean, he's probably he's definitely in his glasses. He's though. definitely in his glasses and his and a jacket and his cowboy hat for sure. So he's not in the show. No, I did scrub through the first match. He wasn't in there, but. Harlem Heat. Harlem was. Heat was looking good. <laughs> and we we've talked about they their were tights. looking good. But let's focus on the match. So Macho was not there. He was alive. He was alive. Thank God. Um, and uh, we'll leave it at that. I guess he he can't he can't win tights tonight because we didn't see him. We didn't see him. He wasn't booked on this show. Paul Orndorff, Mister Wonderful, was so was Ricky uh, the Dragon, the Dragon. Um, Ricky the Dragon, the Dragon. Yeah, because that's no steamboats found. Only dragons on this one. <laughs> I know Steve, what's his real last name, isn't it? No. Doesn't he have a, doesn't he have a cool... His real name, name is Rick Blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Sick. it's dope as hell. Yeah. Ricky the Dragon Blood Boat. Um, so just in WCW, if you want to know about Ricky, is they really leaned into that dragon. Yeah. Um, and I, it kind of feels racially uh, uh, motivated. In the same way Bischoff's yeah. outfit was racially felt racially motivated, because yeah, even though Steamboat is is heritage is Hawaiian and he's from like Oklahoma, they don't care. He looks like an Asian man. The dragon. <laughs> They're like, like yeah, yeah. Um, so they give him the dragon. He's got wings coming out of the ring. He's got mm-hmm. wings. He's got a chest uh, uh, emblem connecting the wings. He's like a He-Man character. It's <laughs> big rubber flaps <laughs> under his armpits. He looks like he you press the... You, you press the thing. Press his chest and emblem and missiles would shoot <laughs> out or something. <laughs> so he looks like a He-Man character, which is appropriate for the time, I guess. And the way Paul Orndorff has uh, still the tights that I've never been a fan of because they say number one Durful. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Because yeah. it says... Durful. <laughs> Mr. One Durful. <laughs> Excuse me, we're looking for a Mr. Juan Durful. Juan Durful? <laughs> Here he's part of the LWO. <laughs> um, oh, you gotta watch out for those Durfuls. <laughs> Spiteful. Spiteful Durfuls. We, <laughs> we gotta give it to Ricky because... Yeah, Paul's it was fun Paul, when he got Paul's wearing black tights. When he got the shit off, though, he had this yellow trunks or yellow long boys with dragon designs all yeah. over. But his boots, really red, shiny, flashy dragon on his boots. Yeah, really. Paul had black and white. Really boots. cool. It was also that like lightning neon yellow the entire, pretty much the entire way. Do you think zebra pants, turtleneck, neon yellow hat really loved his pants? Yeah, because, yeah. but I think he's also kind of pissed that he wasn't tights of the night. Yeah, yeah. Because he feels like he probably earned it. Did he? Huh. Mm. Could we have a first ever? Non-wrestler who's the title <laughs> of the night. Can an audience member, before we make this decision, this is, this is like the veto rule. It was a, a rule we implemented that we take seriously. If we introduce that this audience member has a chance to win Tyson and night, <laughs> that sets a precedent yeah, for everything moving forward. I know, it forward. changes canon, I know. So what do we do? Is it Ricky or is it this 20-year-old <laughs> who may be listening to the podcast? Who may be listening right to the podcast now. in a black Steve Jobs turtleneck. Tight. <laughs> Not loose for the 90s. Tight. Uh, uh, Jack Skellington, Edward Scissorhands, Zebra, Arsenio Hall, Tight Zubas yeah. is the brand you can't get right. at Macy's. You yeah. get the, they only have the loose Zubas. Yeah. And then a trucker's hat 
that was bright neon green. Do we give it to him? <laughs> was this match so paint by numbers that we give tights tonight to this gentleman? Yeah, Mike yeah, shaking his head. Yes, think, yeah, congratulations, Mister Turtleneck. Uh, we'll you try and find wonderful. a time code for where you can find him. It's the zenith of the match. Right when they're on the outside and they're pop, the crowd's popping off. He's the second row. You see him behind a little Feast. girl. He's standing out. Feast your eyes. Yeah, he's he's tight tonight. Congratulations. All right. I know this makes Macho winning over and over in the past. It kind of taints. It taints his wins, but it's our show. Look, it's our show. <laughs> Listen, fuck off. We right? tights of the night. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's done. Where can people find us? You'll find us online at Tope Suicida Pod. That's Twitter and Instagram. You can send us an email at Tope Suicida Pod at gmail.com. If you want to locate Bo, he's at Bo Rosser. That's just his first and last name on all those social media platforms. And we hope that you say hi and let us know who your favorite wrestler is. And whether you attended uh, that AEW taping in Portland. We hope you did. Because it was oh, yeah. a lot of fun. We ran into Chris. You you met Chris Gutami for the first time. Very he, nice gentleman. He used to, I don't think he ran the show Plow at mm. Kickstand, but he, he was there every show. I think he was like the second the second man. Cool. Um, and he also did a, thing, a show called Spec Script uh, for a while, which was like a show where he'd bring in a writer that would write a spec script for an episode of Frasier, an episode of whatever. And then they do a table read. With he and a bunch of guests as the podcast, and then I think COVID kind of hurt that a lot. But um, I actually suggested that we hang out with him before the show, but I forgot. So eventually he'll be on the show, I assume, because he's, he's a big, big wrestle big head wrestle in the head. comedy community. Cool. Um, one final piece of business. Yeah, where we gotta go. Is there anything else on that Portland show that we made it? Just don't buy alcohol at the. Yeah, because it's going to cost you a lot of money. Also, congratulations to those no good scumbags, the Midnight Heat, for apparently getting on uh, AW Dark taping. I think while maybe right before we were buying our $12 Coors and my $14 lemonade and a a whisper of vodka. Whole ass lemon. A whisper. You know how much that whisper of vodka cost me? $14. But without the vodka, how much is the lemonade? $6. $6. That was expensive vodka for not tasting any vodka in there, huh? Yeah, right. Yeah. They did give me that whole ass lemon though. They gave you a whole <laughs> they cut ass, the quarter like end basic, off. like a whole ass lemon. I think they filled my cup with that lemon. Anyway, uh, while we were buying those, yeah. I think Juice was wrestling, but right before that, I think uh, Body Math. Who knows? We'll check Tuesday night. I think on YouTube will be their match, and we'll see who whooped whooped those dirty. I said Body Math, then I those dirty Midnight Heats because Body Math is gonna listen up, Eddie Pearl, Ricky Gibson. Oh, oh, we're the coaches. Oh, we're on dark. Well, I don't give a care, okay? Because body math, Baxter Sycamore, and my Michael Brad Deschanel, we're going to get in there and whoop your butt with all the moves you taught us. How's it going to make you feel? Like crap. Probably pretty bad. Yeah, so, uh, but with those dirty Midnight Heat boys who wrestle, what do you think wrestling is? Wrestling is crapshoot, man. R- r- wrestling is the uncertainty of life and the like the the uh, overwhelming feelings of fear and panic that we feel as human beings trying to figure out all of the things and make everything perfect when things are never going to be perfect. Nothing's ever going to be exactly the way that you want it to be because the goalposts are always going to keep moving. And maybe also your right arm starts to shrink one day and you're going to have to deal with that. And also, one can already see your white head. I know. So oh, Paul's got had a pretty big... No, to be clear, they both had great hair. Yeah. They looked great. That was not an issue. You're just talking about age in general. Just yeah, talking was... about it. What we're, we're, you're talking about what wrestling is. Wrestling. Right? wrestling is accepting the imperfections and moving forward anyway. What's wrestling? Shoot. This episode 166 today, wrestling um, is that tiny stone. <laughs> of course it is. That you toss 
over yonder and you just come out blank, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you just, you literally, wrestling is when you literally go to the well and it's dry sometimes. Yeah. And there's nothing there. Yeah. It's just empty, vacant, catastrophic because now the town is dead. Yeah. They don't have water. Wow. Um, and Paul said that, hey, I'm wonderful. I'll bring the water. But he lied. Right. He lied. We all put our faith in Paul. We shouldn't have put our faith in Paul because he's past his prime here in 1993. Yes. Yeah. Which is not fun to say at 1993 because we were but babes <laughs> back then. Wrestling is Paul Orndorff and the Holderful clan. The Holderful. All the Durfels. All the Durfels. I know Holderful sounded like an entirely different family. Holderful. It's not. It's Paul Holderful. Anyway, wrestling's a shitty insocation. <laughs> you know? It, wrestling is live. If you can see wrestling, see it live. Because as I'll end this episode with, live in Portland AEW was a blast. Yeah. I don't think there was a bad match of the night, even in the dark matches. No, but hey, it was, it was great. It was a lot of fun. We were under the... It was live, so everything's great to yeah. us. But I, I, I saw some clips. Spell. The audience was so loud on the on the actual shows. Awesome. So that's cool. So wrestling is go see it live. Go see it local. Uh have fun, baby. We'll see you next week. Suicido What Wrestling Can Be is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter Rosser. Thanks for listening.